Okay, we'll just, we'll just, it'll just suck. That's fine. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Okay, guys. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Is we got up. stuff to do. Things are happening. Stuff is going off. I've got a beer. Yeah? I've got a water. I have a beverage in my sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta love a sack beverage. I, I have a sack full of beverages. Let's see. Oops, wrong pouch. Wrong. You know, I just went on a trip to Florida recently, and I found out that from now on, every time I pre-funk at a party, I have to be shotgunning White Claws. <laughs> you have to be? Yeah, it's kind of a new tradition, so... It's required by law. Look out for that, boys. I'm drinking from Double Mountain Brewery, Brewing... Bruh, Double Mountain Brewing... In Hood River, Oregon, the Sweet Jane IPA, 7% ABV. Nice. Sweet Jane. Do you you know, never mind, Bill, you don't know that song. Yeah, why would you know that song? Yeah, why would I know that song? What are you doing? Is that (laughs) Boone's Farm? (laughs) Prosecco? What are you doing? Uh, This is, I have a, it's called Secco. (laughs) Okay, so I was kind of right. It's not Prosecco. It's Secco. It's strawberry and raspberry low alcohol wine. What's the alcohol content? 8%. (laughs) (laughs) It's low for wine. It's low for Mad Dog. Yeah. Because that's what it looks like it is. It's Boone's Farm. Yeah. Rick, you said you had water? Yeah, for now. All right. It's liquid liquid death. (laughs) That's a step in the right direction. Right. Oh, I wish they were a sponsor. Hit us up, Liquid Death. I know. They're the best. Yeah, we'd drop that haircutting place in an instant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys, I have to tell you a story. (laughs) Where they don't actually cut hair. Uh, I have to tell you a story that probably doesn't fit on this podcast, but I don't want to forget this. Sure. And now Um, it'll be on the podcast. Don't Don't worry. No one listens. You can leave it in or you can cut it out. I don't care. But the other day, I went, to a, I went to a concert, and I needed to have someone come with me. So I brought uh, a guy we all know. <laughs> His name's Art. Mm-hmm. And somehow, in conversation, he said to me, you guys know this guy. Yep. Right. He, w- he wasn't making a joke in this situation. <laughs> he said, I had to go to the store and buy hair soap. <laughs> We, he no, had this conversation this is, before. Calls it hair soap. I know. This is the guy <laughs> who, when we were going to go on a trip, said that he had to check a bag. We were going for right. two nights to Arizona right. to see mm-hmm. a football game, and the rest of us all had carry-ons, and we were like not wanting to go to baggage claim. We go, "Why did you have to check a bag?" And he goes, "Because I had more than three ounces of liquid." And we were like, "Why are you bringing more than three ounces of liquid to Arizona for two nights?" And he said, "You know." I have a bottle of liquid hair soap. <laughs> right. So then the other day he called it just, he doesn't say liquid. He just called it hair soap again. He doesn't know that shampoo is a word. <laughs> wow. Like I thought maybe he stumbled on it once, right? right. Maybe he yeah. just, right. it, one, nope. once, once it's a joke Two, yeah. it's a problem. Cause right. this time when he said it, I was like, you said it again. He's like, what do you mean? And then he's like, uh, 
He's like, that. you know what I mean. And I was like, yeah, I do. Shampoo. That's <laughs> the word you should be using. Although, <laughs> although, I do have in my shower, <laughs> which my wife bought for me, not the mm-hmm. shower, but the soap. <laughs> she bought a, it must have come from Trader Joe's, right? Right. right. But it's like a bar of hair soap. Okay, sure. Okay, so but okay. you think you think but that, that he, is not the same thing as liquid hair soap. <laughs> no, it's also <laughs> not what you, he meant. When you have said liquid hair soap in the past, you mean shampoo is hair soap. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> I'm not trying to excuse him in any way. <laughs> right. Do you think people in Army of Darkness should have had some more hair soap? I don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> We're going to. <laughs> Wait, did we have some trivia first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got some trivia, guys. You ready to play the feud? We're ready. Hit that music, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Roll that beautiful (laughs) bean footage. Okay, guys, we are going to play the feud. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Okay, good. Here we go. Uh, Top five answers are on the board. And remember, you say your name to buzz in. Okay. We do? I thought we just yelled out the word. Not in the first round. I don't care. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, just yell out the word. Whatever. Okay, good. All right. Top five answers are on the board. Name something that would be in a haunted house. Ghost. Chainsaw. Rick, ghost. Rick, ghost. Number one answer. 24%. Uh, Degrees. <laughs> uh, do you want to pass or play? I want to play. Okay, four more answers on the board. Number two, three, two, three, four, and five. Vampire. Uh, no, strike one. Mummy. Strike two. Mm. Murderer. <laughs> strike three. <laughs> Ryan, a chance to steal 24 points. There are still four answers on the board. Name something you would find in a haunted house. Chainsaw. Rick gets the 24 points. Yes. Uh, number five was dust. <laughs> Did you Google stupid uh, family feud again? <laughs> number four was mice. <laughs> what? Ooh, scary mice. Number three was spiders. <laughs> okay. And number two, cobwebs. So this, you could have just said... House? Things in a house. Yeah. Things, no, I could have said things in a house with a ghost. <laughs> right. Because <Yeah, right. laughs> ghost was number one. Sure. Right. It's weird that ghost made it. Okay. Round number two. You guys ready? Points yeah. sure. are, Points are doubled. Oh, wait. 24 people out of 100 said ghost. Uh-huh. And the other 76 people said dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's not great for America. I, that tracks, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, top six answers on the board. Points are double. According to one particular page of IMDb. (laughs) Top six answers on the board. What are the most unrealistic medieval movies? Army of Darkness. Ah. Uh, pass. <laughs> okay, someone still has to say something. Okay. Uh, um, 
Uh, Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. Eh, not on the list. <laughs> Top six answers. I, oh, I'll tell you what. I picked only ones I'd heard of. Oh, that's even worse. A kid in King Arthur's court. Ah, <laughs> number six was a kid and or a blank in kid in King Arthur's court. Nice. Uh, so that's worth three. Rick, do you want to pass or play? I want to pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ryan. Top five answers still on the board. According to IMDb, what are the most unrealistic medieval movies? And I picked them up with a kid in it. That's how we knew Bill had seen it. Kill much anything with the title says a kid in. Right. <laughs> um, Monty Python, the Holy Grail. <clears throat> Apparently, they liked the realism of the Monty Python. Um, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you number no. three. Just Arthur. King Arthur. It's called King Arthur. Okay. So from um, 2004. Okay. Um, Still number one, with, two, four, and five. With most unrealistic uh, 300. Nope. <laughs> I don't think that's medieval. <laughs> um, so I've, I've never seen it, but I don't think it's medieval. Wait, isn't he done? No, because I gave him King Arthur. He's got one oh, okay. more strike. Uh, uh, this strawberry raspberry wine is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Said every bill ever. And unlike uh, Boone's Farm, it's it's sparkling, so it's bubbles on my tongue. Because <laughs> it's not wine; it's prosecco. What well, secco? Oh, right. <laughs> it's amateur secco, wait, not pro secco. Wait, wait, wait a secco. Wait a secco. Are you telling me? Uh, uh, Robin Hood men in tights. In me now. Strike three. Rick, with a chance to steal, there's 23, so total of 46 points available. The Black Knight. The Black Knight, number two. Yes. Okay, so Rick gets 40, 46 points. <laughs> number five was A Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it was the Nike swoosh that ooh, was, made the was, unrealistic part of that. <laughs> was Dragonheart on it? No, number four was Beowulf. Okay. And according to IMDb, the most unrealistic medieval movie was Braveheart. <laughs> you know what? I was going to say Braveheart. I know, because but I didn't you know. actually you actually made that point when we watched Braveheart. <laughs> right? What did I say? Oh, just like how how wrong that story is, how yeah. inaccurate it is. Like that that Scottish people didn't wear kilts in that era. <laughs> right. I couldn't even. But the reason I didn't say Braveheart because I was like, I don't know if that's medieval. Technically. <laughs> it is. That's medieval. Okay. That's well, for good. sure medieval. But I went with Black Knight, which is. Do you know? Have you seen that movie, Bill? I have not, but I know Martin what it Lawrence. Is. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. stuff. Mm. I'm glad. Okay, I got it. right now Rick is ahead, seventy to nothing. Points yeah. are tripled. Points are tripled in this round. Top five answers are on the board. I break late. Everyone knows this. Name something a knight uses in combat. Armor. Sword. Armor, number four answer. Sword, number one answer. 
Ryan, do you want to pass or play? How many? Uh, how many are there? There are five, so three left. I'm gonna play. Okay. Uh, shield. Shield number three. Uh, By the way, sword was sixty-five. Right. <laughs> shield uh, is eleven, and armor is four. You've got two and five answers. A, two a and five still available. A spear. Strike one. A axe. Strike two. Yikes. I mean, historically accurate, but um, <laughs> people are dumb. Yeah, mice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dust. Uh, a I horse. I can't believe he hasn't come with chainsaw arm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a horse? Yeah. Strike three. Okay, Rick. Good. Two oh. answers on the board. Chance to steal. Thank you for saying horse because I was gonna say horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't be a knight if you're not on a horse. Mace. Mace number five answer. Really? Really? Rick gets the steal. Uh, wait, I, I meant pepper spray. <laughs> uh, so that's 240. So Rick's at 310. The one you guys missed, number two, was Lance. The mm, Lance. Yeah. That's what you joust with, right? Right. Yes. When he said spear, I was like, does he mean jouster? But yeah. I was like, that can't yeah. be a word. Okay, Ryan, you are behind. Yeah, a lot. So Rick, you're going to take off your headset here. Go into your soundproof booth. Okay, Ryan, I don't know you ready if I've ever this? been skunked into going into fast money. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, 30 seconds on the board. Name something that breaks down. A car. Name a famous wizard. Gandalf. We asked 100 men, if you were dating a woman, how much weight could she gain between dates without you noticing? Five pounds. That's a great question. <laughs> How many pairs of socks does a fast food worker wear in one week? Uh, I would say during a week, fast food worker during a week, four. Yes. What? Four. Four pair. Okay. And last question. Name another word for book. Manual. Okay. Okay, let's get Rick back. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Rick, I'll say guess again if you say the same thing as Ryan, and then you will have to come up with a different answer. So you will have more time, okay? Okay, great. Okay, here we go. Your time will start when I when you give the first answer. Okay. No, when, when I finish the first question. How about that? Uh, whatever. Okay. Name something that breaks down. Car. Guess again. Motorcycle. Name a famous wizard. Merlin. We asked 100 men, if you were dating a woman, how much weight could she gain between dates without you noticing? Three pounds. How many pairs of socks does a fast food worker wear in one week? Seven. Name another word for book. Novel. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, name something that breaks down. Ryan, you we had said, no repeats. Well, the first one was. Oh, yeah. Ryan, okay. you said car. Number one answer 44 nice. points. Uh, Rick, you said motorcycle, not on the list. 
Okay. Nice. Number two was body. Number three, <laughs> computer. Number four, communication. Number Suck. five, foreign relations. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry, guys. I couldn't do my homework. My computer broke down. <laughs> number six was TV. I also couldn't come to school because my body broke down. <laughs> okay, name a famous wizard. Ryan, you said Gandalf. That's number three, worth 11 points. Yeah, you got me on Merlin. Rick, you said Merlin. That's number two with 26 points. Harry Potter's number one. Huh? Number one answer was Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, number four Ooh. was Doctor. Number four was Doctor Strange. Where's Dumbledore? Number five was the Wizard of Oz. Mm. He's not that- even a wizard. <laughs> number six was Voldemort. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Voldemort beat Dumbledore. And number seven was Newt Scamander. I don't know who that is. Uh, We're gonna say Newt Gingrich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We asked 100 men, if you were dating a woman, how much weight could she gain between dates without you noticing? <laughs> Ryan, you said five pounds. Number one answer. Fuck nice. Yeah. Rick, you said three pounds, not on the board. Oh, cool. Uh, number two answer was 10 pounds. Hmm. Number how th- far apart are these dates? Number three was one pound. <laughs> <laughs> number okay. four was two pounds number five was 15 pounds and number six two people two men said 20 pounds <laughs> i think you would notice 20 pounds okay like, but it doesn't but doesn't mean you have to like it or not the, the difference between 110 and 130 Right, but this, this is, is what I was going to say. Three ten and three thirty. <laughs> sure, it, it depends on the on on the type of ladies that you are dating in your life. Oh, we need to stop this line That's... of dialogue. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, this doesn't. The question isn't what do you find acceptable weight gain? No, no, no. Between dates, no. it's just what would you notice? Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> We we didn't ask what percentage of their weight they could gain. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. How many pairs of socks does a fast food worker wear in one week? Ryan, you said four. That did not make the list. <laughs> Are they barefoot the other three days of no, the week? No, they don't work full time because it's fast food. <laughs> it did not the no. <laughs> It didn't again, it didn't it didn't even say Walter. <laughs> They can wear flip-flops when they're not running the fryer. <laughs> you didn't say if it was in California or Texas. Oh, good. Okay. Keep... Oh. Uh. <laughs> I, I love that you dug in hard to defend why you still want your answer. Rick, you said seven. Number one answer. Yes. <laughs> one pair of socks per day because they're people. The number two answer was 10. Because they wear extra socks when they go to work. Number three was 14. Number four was 15. Number five answer was two. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose one pair when you're working and one pair for at home. (laughs) Yeah. And number six was 20. 20 pairs of socks. Y'all motherfuckers be doing a lot of laundry. 
Oh boy, that was a fun one. Uh, last last question was name another word for book. Uh, Ryan, you said manual. Terrible that answer. Did not make the list. Yeah. Rick Novel, number one answer at fifty five percent. Wait, he said what? Manual. manual. Got it. Number two was story. Three was paperback. Four was pamphlet. Five was tome. Six was volume. Seven was the Necromicon. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody didn't just say Bible. Like, what's another name for book? Oh, Bible. That's a book. Uh, Ryan, you finished with 81 points. Yay. <laughs> uh, Rick, you finished with 416. Cool. All right. So Rick who won? wins trivia. <laughs> yes. Right on. We'll, see, we'll see you guys next time on the <laughs> Miseducation of Shelter Bill. This is Bill signing off. <laughs> you don't want to talk about? I don't want to talk about. Why? Okay, here's no, – I have a question. No, I don't – it's fine. Let's get into this. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on. I have, I have a question I should ask in one more second. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. You start. Okay, all right, all right. I have a question. Go ahead and ask it, Ryan. (laughs) So there are some obvious um, continuity problems with this movie compared to Evil Dead 2. But compared to Evil Dead 2? No, between between this movie and Evil Dead 2. Like, the girlfriend is different. Okay, I I just got to say, there are way less continuity problems between Evil Dead 2 and this than there were between Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Okay. I'm just trying to say that the story of Evil Dead 2 and then what they put forth in Evil or Army of Darkness, there's some uh, differences there. Well, here, okay, this is kind of goes to my question. When you watched Evil Dead 1, if I were to ask you, where's this story going to go? <laughs> Is this where you would have gone? No. <laughs> okay. That's fun, right? It's a little clever and creative, and it's a good time. But if you'd asked me after I watched Evil Dead 1, where's this story going to go? You never would have guessed Evil Dead 2 either because they <laughs> redid the same movie with the same actor playing the same character who – None of that stuff happened to before. Okay, let's say you watch Evil Dead 2. Do you think you're going to get to Army of Darkness? I mean... There's a couple of breadcrumbs there. Yeah. I was at least least happy that they were like... Okay, here's the thing about this movie. Okay. Here's, Here's what I think they did. I think they made Army of Darkness. And they realized... Oh, no. This is a really shitty movie. Let's make two movies that are so insanely bad <laughs> before this movie that compared to them, this will feel like a good movie. I mean, that definitely didn't happen. But well, this uh, movie at least you're sh- you're showing your hands. I guess you liked this one more than the other two. I did like. I'll, oh, I'll clearly show that hand. Yeah, yeah. I didn't give it a zero or a one, but point um, five or a or a one. Okay, but uh, this movie, at least, at very least, it starts with some exposition. It tells you who the character is and why he is where he is. It mm-hmm. kind of connects the plot of the story with the Book of the Dead and finding it. 
and there's like quite a bit of of dialogue that pertains to the plot of this story. I'm not saying it's a good one. I'm <laughs> just saying they at least made an effort to have a story in this one. Does this movie make you laugh ever? Yes. Did you laugh when all that blood shot out of the well? Yes. <laughs> Because it was funny in the other movie too. Yeah. No. I, I liked how I liked how long they waited for something to happen, and then just shot all the blood yeah. out of it. Where I where I first really laughed was when the King Edward guy throws the chainsaw down to him in the well, and he like sticks his hand in it like he's right. a Lego piece. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Um. Do you do you think that no matter what you think of these movies, that if someone was like, hey, you should watch this movie because Bruce Campbell's in it, you might give it a chance? Maybe. He was he was the best in this one. He's good. At, he's he, Bruce Campbell is a fun guy to watch on screen. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yeah. The whole all these movies hinge on him. If these movies were had just like some random guide him they wouldn't have worked right there was a uh, moment in this movie where i was starting to get really upset <laughs> and i was i was about to like just rage quit watching the movie uh-huh. and it was with the little mini me's running around <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that was a real weird twist it was a <laughs> weird twist lie. and what i was afraid was gonna happen is that somehow he had now run into this cabin in the woods and the rest of the movie was going to be the exact same thing as the first two that in, that, in that cabin the whole time. <laughs> well, the windmill cabin, it's different. Oh, I was going to, I had a good point, but I forgot it. So it probably wasn't that great. Yeah, maybe right? we'll remember it after the break. Did yeah, you, let's do that. Was there like a question you were going to ask? Or did Ooh. you ask it? I asked it when we started. Oh, okay. This but Dorito yeah, looks like an arrow. <laughs> let's go to a break and come back. Oh, okay. I know. I, oh, I remember I was going to ask, but oh. we'll do it after the break. Well, why don't you ask it now as a teaser? It's not a very good teaser. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Have you ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? We'll find out after this break. <laughs> break. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. Are you back, Rick? I'm back. Yeah, I've seen Monty Python and Holy Grail. Do you like it? No, and I, I disliked this movie for the same reasons. <laughs> oh, what what are those reasons? I mean, it's just farce and silliness and like there there were some things in here. You know, I get it. The the problem with those movies is is we're so over the top going, hey, we're all just fucking around in medieval times that you you're not supposed to take anything seriously. And I guess that's fine, but then like it just makes it makes it so like there's all of these Cadillacs, of course, in the movie where you're like, well, that's not realistic. That's dumb. That's not realistic. But then you're not allowed to say those things. So it's like, it's not supposed to be. We're just, mm. you know, trying to be funny. And so 
I don't know. If it's not if it's unrealistic and it's not funny, it's just annoying. But it's it's one of those things. No, it's not. I'm what no no. I said it's funny. You think everything that is unrealistic is funny in this? No, but I think this movie is funny. Sure. But but then they they do some things that aren't funny that don't fit with what they're trying to do and it just then like it just be, like when that guy tries to run at the beginning scene when they're all freaking out after he escapes from the well and uh the kind of badass guy he shoots his crossbow at him and it goes right through his plate armor and kills him <laughs> okay the whole reason they're wearing armor is because it deflects arrows okay so that's so <laughs> i mean i mean you know in the grand scheme of things when we have animatronic skeletons uh storming a castle that's the one you want to pick the animatronic skeletons serve the purpose of the movie right right shooting the guy in the head instead of shooting him through a chest steel plate of armor makes more sense and is just like why did you that's just dumb well but yeah it's, it's not dumb always, it's lazy it's you lazy almost, you always aim for center mass especially with an inaccurate weapon don't have that guy don't have that guy wearing armor or have him wearing chainmail like some of the other guys were and have it go through a hole in the chainmail. Okay, fine. I um thought the only problem I had with this movie, my my biggest Cadillac was the boomstick. And not reloading was, it enough. Yeah, there's no, no, no. no. He 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 brought apparently <laughs> hundreds of rounds with him from yeah. that cabin. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know where they are, though. Where he, does he, keep he, them? he reloaded them when you weren't looking. <laughs> right. I also like that sometimes some, he reloaded when you were looking. So, somehow he also brought a manual with the chemical formula for gunpowder. <laughs> he, he had everything well, he needed to <laughs> get medieval times up to, you know, a reasonable state to fight a skeleton army. And for a hardware store worker... His technical knowledge of how to build an engine and motorized vehicle was pretty good. And, you know, I don't know how strong like a 1976 Caprice is, but time travel and dropping from at least a thousand feet in the sky probably wouldn't (laughs) let it drive anymore. My favorite of those things, though, is he's just landed in some medieval area. Right, some right. England or Scotland or France or something like <laughs> Medi- that. We assume town. We're assuming yeah. England because they all speak American English, and they right? also have a Scottish guy there too. Right. Yeah. But what's really going to save these people is that the 21st century hardware store clerk is going to teach them the fundamentals of combat with axes and knives. Mm -hmm. Like he's sitting there teaching them how to use their weapons to fight off the skeletons as if he has like military combat training and training leading ancient militia. He's been killing a lot of zombies recently. He's got to kind of figure it out. Not not like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You think he works at a hardware store? Well, isn't it more of a Kmart department store? Sure. A department store. Sure. He works they in housewares. They make a blue light special uh, joke, you know. With that siren light going. With, yeah. Yeah. Because that was yeah. a Kmart thing. And it's S-Mart, you know, which spells smart. smart. Yeah. You pick that up. 
Bill? Did you yeah. ever play Duke Nukem? Nope. Figured you didn't. Um, <laughs> I just realized in watching this movie most recently that a lot of the lines that Duke Nukem says are from this movie. Come get some. <laughs> give me some sugar. All those lines. Groovy. They totally lifted from this movie. Huh. That was that movie in the same time as like Doom and Wolfenstein and that kind of this, thing. It came out in '92, which feels a little early for those those video mm. games. No, it was after Doom, like the Wolf- original Doom. But not Do- Doom and Wolfenstein were both earlier than that. They were like yeah. original, like PC hallway shooter games. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because Doom in that I remember playing Doom like a little bit after Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry was like just a little was earlier than that too. Bill, did you ever play Leisure Suit Larry? No. <laughs> do, do you know what it is? Mm-hmm. It was so fun. It was my favorite thing to do. I, I wasn't allowed to play Leisure Suit Larry. I played it at my friend's house. Right. <laughs> well, he had a computer. I had a friend who was like a like I didn't. It was this was before people you guys I was alive before people like before everyone had a computer right so like we'd go to his house and play on his computer look at this thing we we have a computer and they like knew things and they had like it was kind of like weird science they had hang up the phone right. make a it lady was, yeah <laughs> we we had a computer when I was real little too but my dad was like an early adopter of the Macintosh computer. So we had like the SE30 and mm-hmm. and the Performa and stuff like that. Yeah. I had a 8088 back in the day. Uh that's how nerdy I am. Um the big box IBMs playing on five and a quarter floppies. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. F14 um, Strike Eagle 2. That was my jam back in the day. You know, this is Great conversation for this Army of Darkness podcast, but I think we should get to the Clemometer. <laughs> we should probably get to the Clemometer. We probably should. We should probably get to the Clemometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the Clemometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clemometer and homework. Oh I, I, I said kilometer. I said kilometer. We, Rick, we both just said kilometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> Ooh, I right. like that. I like that new drop. <laughs> Me too. Oh, good yeah. drop. Same as the old drop. Better for us. All right. Okay, what did you guys think I would think of Army of Darkness as we continue Hell Week or month or whatever it is? <laughs> uh, I said that you would think it would be a two. And Rick <laughs> said a five. <laughs> wow. No, I, I'm not saying I liked this movie. <laughs> There's there's not a lot to like in this. But compared to the first two, this at least had the like recognizable parts of a film. So I had to give it some credit. I wouldn't say it was like on par with what I would expect or what I would hope for. But I give this a solid 24. Whoa. 24? 
That is exactly the same as OG Superman. <laughs> it is Maybe. just a little bit above Young Guns at 21. And just <laughs> a little bit below Fast Times at Ridgemont High at 31. Yeah, um, that's where I'd put it. So, Ryan, yes. after watching all three of these movies, which is your favorite of the trilogy? Um... It's tough. I think it's it's close between two and Army of Darkness, but I think I'm going to go two. Yeah, me too. And I Bill agree. thinks Darkness is the is the best. Hands now, hands down, the best of the three. We did Easiest. bring it up. We did bring it up on the last podcast, I think. But we should tell the listeners that in. But just that's a couple like of weeks, that's like trying to rank your favorite smelling shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We're I have, have one, but <laughs> um, your own, yeah. <laughs> We talked about this last week a little bit, but I think we might as well remind the listeners. We might even do an episode about the podcast going live to see the Evil Dead musical in just a couple of weeks. <laughs> we might not be able to report back until closer to Christmas, but we'll see how it goes. It'll take that long to wash the blood out. <laughs> Billy, looking forward to it now. You'll be able oh, to understand yeah. all the references. Oh, yeah. No, it's I'm, I'm really glad I have these movies in my repertoire so that I can understand the nuance of the stage play. Understand you know the what? nuance of the five-gallon bucket of red corn syrup being thrown in your face. You know, who knows what they've done? Maybe they've made it – maybe they've added more plot for you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week. Next week. Bill. Yeah. I, we've talked about this in the past. It's spooky season. We love Michael Keaton. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. We're going to watch Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? What do you know? Yeah. Beetlejuice. Don't say it again. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Shit. Actually, I don't know if that'll actually we'll talk about that next week. Um, what do you know about Beetlejuice? I know nothing about Beetlejuice. I know that it's, well, I know it. Okay, that's not true. I know it's Tim Burton. I know Michael Keaton's all gross and creepy in it. And obviously I like am familiar with the like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice thing, summoning oh, shit, him and making him appear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, and you know, he's the ghost with the. The ghost with the most. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yep. Yep. There you go. I'm pretty all sure right. there were some like McDonald's toys or something. Probably. There's lots of things. There were some tie-ins. All right. Sure. <clears throat> okay. Let's. uh Get you out of here and let's see you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. I'm going to go watch Beetlejuice. (laughs) Bye, Bill. What are you going to watch? Beetlejuice. (laughs) What? Beetlejuice. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It's never going to be. All right. I think he's going to like this movie. I'm going to say he's going to like the music's good. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, sure. nice score with this. Is it? Is it Danny Elfman? It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's gonna he's gonna like that it has like a little bit of a story to it. Um, he's not gonna like Catherine O'Hara, and that's the point. Um, okay. Winona Ryder's good in this, so I think he's gonna give it a fifty-four. Okay. What do you? What did he just give uh, Army of Darkness? A 24. I think he's going to give Beetlejuice a 28. 28. We're pretty so, far apart here. This will be interesting next week. It'll be interesting. Um, 
So I'm saying 54. That's close to seven at 57. Uh, what's around that? Uh, 47 for men at work. So those are the two brackets for mine. For yours, 28. Got fast times at Ridgemont High at 31. And we have is lower than 28 on the list. It's going to be Army of Darkness at 24, and also the original Superman. All right. Yep. So, I don't think he's going to be into it. Hmm. Well, he liked Michael Keaton so far. So right. I, think, I think that's going to give it a bump. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. We have I have some things to talk about this movie next week. So sure. Let's do it. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Let's get out of here, and we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.